I know that was like a jolt. See, that's what happens, and I'm not even okay. Go ahead, Ruthin. I I think I'm perfect. Go ahead. <laughs> you think you're perfect? Yeah. Go ahead. One, two, three. <laughs> Give me a test. One, two, three. One, two, three. Troy is insane. He thinks he's perfect. All right, come on. Give me some more. Kirk, 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 Kirk. All right, turtle, turtle. <laughs> Give me a Peterbilt. Give me a Peterbilt. Peterbilt. Can you say it right this time? Just say, give me a Pete. 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 What the <laughs> heck is it? sound like Tweety Bird. Do you remember uh, Tweety Bird? Yeah, I do. Yeah? Do you remember the cat? Of course. Sylvester. Sylvester. Mm-hmm. You wanted to eat Tweety. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. So, all right. This week, uh, what, trucking news. Oh, I can't even talk. It's That's because like, you just ate a blow pop. It, it's, I know, man. It's mm-hmm. like, you know my favorite candy, fruity stuff. Mm-hmm. All right, listen, they don't care about what I like. Uh, let's just move on here. Trucking news with Ruth Ann. Mm-hmm. Uh, why don't we, just real quick, give them the phone number, Ruth Ann, of our sponsor for all you drivers out there that are looking for a good job. And when I say a good job, I mean new T680s, loaded. If you, if you like comfort, great company, 100% no touch. Uh, every benefit in the world for you and your family, APUs, refrigerators, all that stuff with the truck. And they do lease purchase, too. And it's all almost brand new T680 condos. Really nice company, by the way. They Really good good money-making company. What's their number? 844-292-8999. Give them a call, drivers, and tell them TalkCDL uh, said, Hey, uh, we're supposed to call you guys if we need a really, really good job. And if it's not really, really good, we want to know about it. Yeah. If, if, if we any of our uh, recommendations ever turn out to be not so good, we want you to ro- write in or call in and let us know. But from what we've checked out, uh, that's a very good company. Check them out. Anyways, this week, Trucking News with Ruth Ann. Ruth Ann, what do you got to kick off this week? All right. Well, you got something really good and bizarre? Well, no, I don't. I, like an alien trucker or something like that. And I don't mean a foreigner. I mean like something from Mars. No, no. You don't I, believe in that stuff? I don't have you don't believe in Area 51? What I do have is. Do you believe in Area 51? I ain't answering anything. Truckers have seen it. I bet you. I would love to get the interviews on truckers that claim to have been by Area Fifty One. Wouldn't you? It'd be interesting to see. What that would be have. a really cool pod. Area Fifty One truckers. Okay. Go ahead. What do you got? What do you got? Trucking news. All right. Um, there is a brake splits inspections that's going to be going on from September sixteenth to the twenty second. I got to talk into the mic. I brought it up a while ago, and then I'm bringing it up again now. Mm-hmm. Just as a reminder, this week, there's going to be a brake check blitz. A brake check blitz. Where is it? A, is it nationwide? Mm-hmm. Oh, and what's the dates again? 16th to the 22nd. 16th to the 22nd. All right. Well, there you go. And that's of September. Yes. Okay. It starts today. It starts today. Okay. What else you got? Um, the NTSB, which is the National Transportation Safety Board, is touting the benefits of the driver having the road-facing dash cams and driver-facing dash cams, where you have the dash cam that faces both directions. The inward one watching the driver as he's driving the truck? Right. Yeah, okay, what about it? Well, they're saying that... That's a that's a taboo for a lot of drivers. It is taboo, but the reason I'm bringing it up is because they are finding out that it's, it's actually saving drivers, improving drivers' innocence more and more. Well, so, I know the outward-facing dr- cameras 
absolutely prove drivers are innocent, especially the jackass four-wheeler that comes off the ramp and right. shoots in front of the trucker and hits the brake because he squeezed in somewhere. Now that when the trucker rear-ends him, uh, we're being found innocent because the video doesn't lie. At one time, without that video... You were guilty because right. you rear-ended somebody. You're the, you're the truck, yeah. But do you have some kind of weird stat on well, the, the inward-facing camera? Because I'm telling you, man, I talked to a young trucker the other day. You know what he said to me? I'm not kidding you. I was, like, amazed at this, what this guy said to me. He said, well, it's for my own good. He said, it actually doesn't bother me to have an inward-facing camera. It's true. He's the first one out of 100 probably drivers that I talk to. That's, everybody else is like, screw that. They put a camera on me, and I'm quitting. Well, here's, here's the thing. When they do, like, you have an uh, accident, right? And it's, it's one that you have the road-facing dash cam. What this does, if you have the, uh, they, they had statistics, which I don't have the exact numbers. They didn't say the numbers for me. But what they said is, when you have the, the dash cams that's showing the road, and like you said, if a, if a driver pulls out in front of you or anything like that, yes, it's saving you there. But the one that's inward facing the driver, it's showing that the driver is alert, not on his phone, not doing anything at all, that he actually was doing exactly what he should do. Because there's been incidences where the, um, the driver was you know, still, they considered still at fault. He was saying, oh, no, it's it's not that, it's not that. They were able to prove a driver's innocence in one of these situations. I heard of one, an incident the other day a company was telling me there was an accident where a, a driver had cut the trucker off and the camera showed him taking evasive action and being right. alert like he was supposed to be. And that's exactly what they're saying. The, the inward driver-facing dash cam is showing... Not only that, it's also showing they're wearing their seatbelts. It's also showing that they, you know, that they did the evasive. That they, okay, but they let me tell you what. what let me did. tell you what truckers don't want. And this is really what. And, and I've interviewed a lot of them on this subject. Most of them, they they'll tell you, look, when you're driving for 10, 11 hours, you're gonna do things like reach for your soda. But that's not going to show up on the camera. Oh yes, it is. No, it doesn't. No, no, listen to me. Listen to me. If you reach for a soda. And at the moment, if you hit a bump or you hit your brakes too hard or you make any kind of a turn or anything like that, and at, at that moment, now hit reaching for your Coke could be the blame. Okay, because now as soon as you make some kind of a sudden move, right? Let's just say, for example, you reach for a coffee several times a day. You reach for a Coke. You reach for your bag of candy on the floor, whatever the case is. You're going to do this several times a day while you're driving. Now, what if at that moment a, the camera had flipped on? Now, what the drivers are worried about is they're going to be blamed for something that really wasn't their fault. Maybe something happened outside the truck. Okay, well, here's what it says. All right. This is from a actual owner of a company and, the, and this NTSB. They said that the company cannot just click a button to watch a driver going down the road. The cameras are only triggered by certain events such as hard braking or turning, following too close, and those types of incidences. The company then reviews the footage to see if the... If okay, i got to stop you. Okay, how could it be triggered by following too close? Is there a sensor that... When if the truck is too close to something while it's moving, is that is there something like that? It just says following too close. So what I'm assuming is that it, it might have some form of a sensor. It has to. Because 
normally what you and I both know is a braking, an evasive turn, or even actually, I think if you're going down a mountain, you're going too fast. You know, certain things trigger that, so maybe it's got a built-in sensor, just like the autonomous steering and stuff in mm-hmm. in our vehicle. Okay, go ahead. I'm sorry. Well, it's basically what it's doing. I'm not doing. really sorry. It's I know you never. All right. Go ahead. Not um, I'm actually being nice tonight. Did you notice I'm kind of mellow? No. Did you didn't notice that? No. All right. I I didn't mean to cut you off. You know, some guy wrote in. <laughs> No, actually, I had to, I had to say this. Now that it was on my mind, I on one of our ratings, you know, on iTunes, people rate us, and most of them give us good ratings. One guy wrote, "Hey, I got a perfect drinking game. You have to do a shot every time the host cuts his wife off on the show. Sure to be drunk in thirty minutes or something like that." <laughs> but he gave us five stars. So, anyways, go ahead. You talk. I'm actually in a mellow mood today. So not. Yeah, it was actually funny. The rating was funny. It was. I liked it. Well, I, I like our drivers. I really do. It's it's what this does is it it's what they're trying to do is prove that drivers are doing what they're supposed to do, that they're being professional, that they're doing evasive moves. That what what these inward facing cameras are trying to do is protect the drivers on every incident. Then what he did say is when you have it to where they're coming on a lot. What they're trying to do is help the driver, like where it will overcome incidences where it's um, cut down on the risky driver behaviors, such as cell phoning, um, speeding, and following distances, and 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 increased cell belt. Cell I will say this. Use. I will say this, and this is the truth. Companies. Trucking companies' goal is not to fire their drivers. No, they want to keep it. They want to. You're right. They actually want drivers to improve, and I have to agree with that statement. One of the things that is a definite, this is not a tool that they're using to go, aha, got you. Mm-hmm. You're right. It's more of a tool used to say, hey, look at what my driver was doing correctly, Mister Lawsuit people trying to sue us. You know what I'm saying? It, it's it's going to be. They're wanting it to be used because no company's going to want to take it to court and say look at how stupid our driver was being you got us here's our checkbook that's not their goal their goal really is to help their drivers i believe that 100 percent, and to help their company make more money improve and 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 create a, a safer environment it's just that if you're a trucker you know do you remember back in the day when i was driving and the qualcomm came out and everybody was freaking out over qualcomm do you remember that because the Qualcomm enabled everybody to know where that truck was at all time. Right. It was a satellite. Right. And so everybody was going, oh, you yeah, ain't They stick- didn't want to know where I'm at. I don't, they don't have that right. No, they were saying, I get, you stick a babysitting tool in my truck, I'm quitting. None of them quit. You know what? It was really more for the shipper and the receiver. People, companies were able, companies were able to pull up a truck and say, hey, it's uh, 200 miles from your plant. Because, like, sometimes a shipper receiver might want to call and say, hey, where's this one shipment at? Right. It's going to be there on time, blah, 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 blah. So the tool was not really used to jerk drivers around in any way. And I don't believe that this one is either. It's just as as a driver, I'm I'm a driver, so I see the driver's side of it. It, I wouldn't feel comfortable. I would not feel comfortable knowing there's an eye on me. You know what? When you walk, when you use the self-paying thing in Walmart, or you're walking into a bank, wherever you're walking, you can see a camera. You're like, oh, straighten up. <laughs> We're being watched. I think you'll get used to it, but you know, the, yeah, I guess the first you would. incident that happens where you get yourself proof. 
hey, I didn't do that. Yeah. And, and they can prove that you didn't do it. It was just someone, you know, like, do you remember when people would go and they would act like they got hit by a car? They'd like come up to you and, and they'd run into your vehicle. Oh, yeah. Remember those types of things? You remember seeing a video of a woman? Um, I she do. was over over in like England or somewhere where this person just like was riding their little moped and they they ran into them and they got they, they acted like they got hit. Well, this is the kind of situations where it will end up protecting you because it did say, you know, they're saying that these these really small fleeted companies, they're they're on the verge of going out of businesses on, out of business because of litigations and stuff from the from being sued. Because they can't prove their driver was innocent in these types of situations. And that's where it's going to, they're saying a lot of people are going to end up getting these inward facing cameras just to be able to save their company. Well, did you know, I don't know if you noticed, but what did you call it? The NTSB or something like that? Mm -hmm. The National Transportation um, Safety Board. Okay, so they actually have been running, they have like a five year study going on over on the East Coast. I think it's in Virginia, Maryland, the Carolinas, or whatever. Just like, in 2010, okay, in 2010 is when they started the the PSP, the, uh, uh, what's it called, the CSA mm-hmm. scores and all that stuff. That started in 2010, and it went on for five years, and then they they enacted it in 2015, I guess, and that's, or, or was it 2005, and they enacted it in 2010? I, I'm not sure, has, has, has the CSA been out for... Eight years, or has it only been out for three years? But whatever it is, they did a five-year study up in Wisconsin, up in the Northwest, or the Midwest, and then DOT liked it, and they they enacted the PSP thing. So now they're they're doing the inward-facing cameras. I believe that it's going to happen, uh, and I hate to make stupid predictions like that. I don't believe that fully autonomous trucks will happen, but I believe 100% that the inward-facing cameras is coming and everybody's going to be well, here's, here's, watched. Here's one incident that I'm just going to read real quick. It says, um, in another crash which involved a vehicle, did the, um, the driver had the driver-facing cameras. The vehicle hit an, a concrete barrier separating an exit lane and through lanes on a California Route um, 101. Through video recovered from the, from the vehicle... The NTSB was able to prove the highway and barrier were not properly marked with reflective markings and that the driver was alert at the time of the crash. So this is one of those incidences where it proved, hey, the driver did exactly what he was supposed to do, but the Department of Transportation didn't have this properly lit with the reflective <coughs> barriers and so forth and right. markings and you right. know, so didn't get in trouble. I'm going to mention one other one uh, yeah. in, in the state of Arizona. A man ran over two state cops that were helping a broke-down motorist and killed them. A trucker. Mm-hmm. Well, they had the inward-facing camera. He actually put his hat over it, but they were able to prove he was on Facebook looking at naked women. I'm not joking. This is a true story. I think he's doing life. Well, he should. He he. But I'm just saying, if you're, be down, I'm just saying, road. if you're a trucker looking at naked women, you're probably going to be against the uh, inward-facing camera. I, I would say you would be. Okay. You're going to be doing exactly it driving. Yeah, I mean, if you're a texting and driving guy, you don't want the in- inward-facing camera. No. So I'm going to. So get there one. you go. I don't need an inward-facing camera with you when you want to text and drive. What are you talking about? Why are you pointing you? at me? <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Don't I, I? I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, what are you ta- I'm not. <laughs> I don't. I don't look at. 
right. Um, okay, moving on to the next subject. Let's move on. <laughs> All right, we'll see where that goes. All right, All right. Um, 13 states right now under the F- FMCSA regulations waived the declaration for having um, your out of service, out of hours. Because of um, emergency for the hurricane? Right, for the hurricane. And it's well, 13 states. Yeah, it's... Wow. Um, Let's see. I'll go through them all. It is. You know, I wanted to mention that to people on the pod this week also, Ruth Ann, based on you bringing that up. That's a, I'm glad you You don't happen to have any, a, a driver had called me and wanted to know how to get into FEMA. Because you know the kind of money you can make, mm-hmm. you know, for the disaster zones. We should have that number. We, maybe we can get it and put it up on the site. I would imagine there's a lot of truckers that applied for that because you, I think you get like, I don't, some of you told me like 75 bucks an hour just to sit, and you might sit for two days at 75 bucks an hour around the clock. You know, it's just crazy money these guys are making. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'll, I can try and see if I can look it up real quick. Um, but I'll tell you real, the, the states right now that are having it um, waived, and it's Florida, Georgia, South Carolina, North Carolina, Virginia, West Virginia, Maryland, Jersey, Pennsylvania, New York, and Delaware. I have no idea why it would say along with D.C., because in my Remembrance, D.C. was still part of Maryland, correct? Uh, no, D.C. is is the District of Columbia. Yeah, it's, it's, but it's, it's not considered anything. But it's still inside the state of no, Maryland. No, it's not really. If you look at it, it's kind of between Maryland and Virginia. It's like, so we have a new state that like, no one wants not to a, really it's recognize? It's not a state. It's the capital. It's still, to me, part of Maryland. Okay. It's still All right. All right. not and its own Ruth Ann's world, it, Washington, D.C. Ruth Ann's world is an awesome world to be in. It, Let me just So you're you saying that. Washington, D.C., Maryland. Is that how you want to call it from now on? D.C., Maryland? Is that, is that what you're saying, D.C., Maryland? Washington, D.C., Maryland. That doesn't make sense. It doesn't. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to research that. I, I'm going to research yeah. it because when I was doing geography, D.C. was located inside a state. It wasn't. Ruthann, geography, you always say, let's go down when we're going no, north. I, don't. No, I, I know. Johnny Acid does that. I don't do it. The acid does that. He'll go, Acid's I'm going stupid. up to Burger King. I'm like, you know, he'll go, I'm going down to Burger King. But he's stupid. And I'll, and I'll say, dude, that's, seven, that's two miles north of you. Mm-hmm. So how are you going to get down there? Mm-hmm. I hate when people do that. I, I, the the, the geography thing. They don't know up and down, north and south, east and west. What, what did Hunter say the other day? I'm going down to Orlando. It's mm-hmm. 80 miles east of us. I'm going oh, down to Orlando. All right, whatever. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you research that. But here's my question on that relief thing mm-hmm. with the truck drivers. Mm-hmm. Is that's only for people that are hauling for the disaster relief, right? It's not like somebody that lives in the state of Florida his hours, he can run as many hours as he wants if yeah. he's running like the West Coast. What it was doing not what that's saying, right? Is it's um, trying to have it to where if you were had to flee, right? Because you're in one of those areas, mm-hmm. you had to flee, or you had, right. you got tied up in that traffic of the people fleeing. You weren't being. You but weren't how long is it going to last, though? Through like October first. Yeah, because did you know part of 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 ninety five was. Was shut down even. I don't know if, if they reopened it or not yet, but it was a pretty bad hurricane. So yeah, it's 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 going through like the beginning of October. Okay, and that was just because of the fact that everybody with with leaving, and then once everybody starts coming through, but because of the flooding, you might have to 
go kind of out of your way or get stuck in a ton of traffic. So they're just saying, we're just going to go ahead and, and if you're traveling through these states, we're just going to kind of hold it up a little bit. And, and that, prayers, prayers for all those families oh and, gosh, and yeah. hurricanes. Obviously we're in Florida. We understand hurricanes. All right. So let's move on. What else you got in trucking? Um, this is the weirdest one, not the weirdest, but there is a driver, right? Hauling stuff for the hurricane relief. He pulled into a parking lot of a, of a, of this, you don't know, not Walmart, but like a parking lot, pulled it in so that he can get the directions properly because he was unsure exactly where he was going. While he was there, a tow truck driver came up, booted two of his tires and then told him, you got to pay me $3,000 to get the boots off. I don't believe that. No, it's true. Oh, where did you get it off the internet? I'm just kidding. No, seriously, what? what yeah. are, I'd like to. I would like to see because I seen a video the other day where truckers were getting booted, mm -hmm. and it wasn't just a boot on the tire. It was like a window boot. Right? No, he got booted because there was a, a sign that said um, "No parking here," and he had pulled in it to get the directions. So. He a likely story. Yeah. So he pulled in to get, quote, directions? No, not to get to, to look at his paperwork because he wasn't sure where he was. So he got off the road. So he pulled in there and parked. Pulled into a parking lot and was looking at his his, his slips to make sure he had the address. to Where get it to said it. no parking. I, well, the, is that the rule or not? Yeah, That's he, what he I'm asking. You're getting frustrated. No, because you keep cutting me off. You're not listening. He pulled where he shouldn't have been pulled into. So, uh, yes, that was his fault. And so he, but he tried to explain, hey, I'm trying to get to this place where I can put the, you know, take this this hurricane relief stuff. And you just booted me. Yeah. So they did that to him. Right. And um, it happened in Charlotte, North Carolina, by the way. And he was trying to get directions. He said he parked in a shopping center. Um, to check on directions to a Red Cross drop-off center. So he's trying to go to a Red Cross drop-off center, and they ended up um, booting him because he was taking the supplies from Missouri to Charlotte. When he was there, he ended up getting the, you know, paying the fee and stuff so that he can get the boots off so he can get back. Well, when he called the owner of the company and explained what was going on, the owner of the company tried to get them to refund him. They wouldn't listen to him. They, you know, blah, 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 you shouldn't have been doing that. And so the owner called... Um, NBC for Charlotte, the news station. Right. And it's so funny because they refunded him the money. Now, it was $3,000 for that plus $600 in credit card fees that they charged him for the $3,000. So it was $3,600 it ended up being. And then the company said, oh, it was just a complete misunderstanding. We're going to go ahead and collect um, donated items for hurricane relief for ourse ourselves, too, as a good gesture of faith. Okay, so maybe it was all innocent, but I will tell you this, and this is just the bottom line with it. I, I am, I am a stickler for, hey, I'm gonna pull in here and I'm gonna park in an area where it said don't park, because I'm special, okay, and then I'm gonna try to talk my way out of it. If you, if you want my opinion on that, okay, I when I was a driver. I parked on a ramp where it said no parking. Guess what my excuse was? I'm out of hours and I'm tired, officer. Guess what he gave me? A ticket. Yeah, he didn't give me a, a handshake. It was in Pennsylvania. I was on a ramp that said no parking, and I was tired, and I pulled over there, and, I, and it was an easy, something Western PA where there was nothing. <laughs> and guess what? I got a ticket. Guess what I deserved? The ticket. Why? Because the rule said don't, don't do this, and I did it anyways. I'm, I'm just saying, and don't get me wrong, I, I understand, yeah, the... The trucker was doing, you know, he was on his way to the place, you know, for disaster relief. But if he's in Charlotte, 
he's probably got a ways to go till he even gets there. He should have pulled into an area where he could have looked and and parked easier. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm, I'm I'm all for truck driver. You know that. I stick up for truck drivers, but I'm not going to stick up for anybody that says I'm going to break your rule and then when I get punished, okay, I'm going to cry foul. Cry foul. It said no trucks. No parking. No trucks. Okay. He got in there. But then they call and they try to embarrass the guy because it was over disaster relief. And how does he know that it was over disaster relief? Now, maybe the bill said it and maybe he could have showed it to him and you could have gave the And I, I get that. He should have gave the trucker a break if they, if they immediately ran over and put the boot on as soon as he pulled in. I get that. Okay. How about a little bit of a warning, a little leeway, especially in a time of disaster? I get all that. Again, though, I'm going to say it. People break rules all the time, and then they cry foul to the other guy that punishes them. That's all I'm going to say there. It might piss some people off what I just said, but it is what it is. Go ahead. What else you got in trucking? There was um, a total of three incidences last week of drivers trying to smuggle immigrants over. That, I swear they're the dumbest truckers there well, is. Well, you well, are one. You're as dumb as the truck. Well, here's the thing. There's so much stuff going on. Now, this last one, they stuck them in a reef. I can see if it... Now, I'm going to say this. I could see if it was somebody from Mexico actually trying to smuggle them in because it's their people, and they're trying to do it for their people. I would understand that. But when you get some dumbass American trucker for a couple bucks is going to risk his whole life... Mm-hmm. And, and, and man, when you get caught, it's automatic suspension for life. Trucking CDL goes for life. That's right. the first rule. The second rule is you're going to jail. I mean, duh. Mm-hmm. I mean, honestly, I, I don't even know what to tell somebody that keeps doing this. Just, they they must be offering them a really have, good penny. But the thing is... is I'd like to know what the, what, what the smuggling fee is going for these <laughs> days. Maybe we'll want to go do it. No, no. But here's the thing. They're not understanding... They're, they have these dogs, you know, they're the canines that are actually sniffing out the, you know, they're not just sniffing drugs. They're sniffing for humans, too. So when you're coming across and there's there, this happened at like the two or three different locations for Border Patrol. Yeah. So but the thing that gets me is they don't understand how much they're chancing, not just the jail time, but. If one of them decides to die for whatever reason... So they actually choose to die? No, not really. You said they decide to die. I know. Die. They did, they did, I didn't I'm mean making to say a that decision. I am making a decision to die today. Stop it. Oh, I'm, I can't imitate people? No. Does that make me a bad guy or what? It makes you... Right now, you need to take a shot because I want to see how fast you can get drunk on you cutting me off. <laughs> uh, oh. <laughs> okay. So anyways... So they don't understand that if one of those incidences happen where someone gets severely hurt, dies, or anything like that, they just anteed up. You know what I mean? It's not just that. They, they're taking other people's lives and they're in jeopardy. I mean, I get that. I, I mean, I do get that. I think that's the last thing on their minds. It's, it's all about the it's money. It's greed. It's you gotta be a dumbass, though. It's greed. Seriously. I don't, I don't like that. What, I don't pri- like- what price, what price. Would you say, okay, I'll go pick them up? What price? I wouldn't. Oh, come on. Don't be Miss Goody Two-Shoes. What price would you go pick up some illegals? I wouldn't. What would you, what's your number? What's your number? I wouldn't. Come on. I wouldn't. Listen. I wouldn't take listen. a chance. You can get yourself a really nice house, a nice car. No. Huh? Maybe mm-hmm. retire. Mm-hmm. What price? Name your price. 
50 illegals, how much you how much will you do it for? I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. You I wouldn't. don't know. How about a million bucks? No. Nope, nope, a million bucks. No. 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 It's not worth it. No. Nope. Okay. It is not worth spending my life in jail. Right. It's okay. It's not worth it. So the last thing I have is um, there is, do you remember a while ago, you even brought it up, where the driver had seen um, someone peeking out the back of an RV, the human trafficking? Yeah. Well, they he actually gave an interview. Um, what day was this? The 13th. Oh, Thursday. this was the guy. And that happened in Virginia, did it? Didn't it? I remember this. Well, his, his name is Kevin Kimmel. But was it? Was it in Virginia that the he had spotted the girl? Yes. Yeah. That yeah. was like five years. Is that 2012 or something? No, like 15. 15, okay. Yeah, 2015, he was taking a break at a Virginia rest stop when he noticed something out of place. It was an RV that was parked nearby him, and it was rocking back and forth. Right. And he's like, oh, I'm not going to look at that. You know, let them do what they want to do. But then he realized it wasn't normal, you know. Right. Funky rocking. Right. And then he's seen someone peeking out the back, and that's when he realized that something serious was going on. So right. he went in there to then help her out. So um, they, you know, that's where he ended up doing this this interview. But there's also um, things that, that, that they were, like, other websites and other... Uh, organizations that are trying to band together to help stop the human trafficking and and sex trafficking through truckers where did he do his interview at is it can we post it is it a video there's a yeah there's a there's a video um why don't you send that to me and i'll 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 say hey i'd love to have the guy on our show it would be nice. I mean, just to see what he comes up with as far as other things that we can yeah, do maybe to help. We'll, I mean, well, why don't you try to get a hold of him through through contacts there, and we'll see if we can. Anybody knows this guy? What's his name, Ruthann? Kevin Kimmel. Kevin Kimmel, the guy that did the interview, the guy that spotted the girl in Virginia in the RV uh, that was a uh, was had been abducted for sex trafficking. Mm-hmm. I think she was like a 15 year old girl or something like that. Uh, but the bottom line is, the bottom line is, he was he was a truck driver that didn't turn a blind eye. And like we had reported the last couple of weeks, now there's a lot of cities all across the country where the cops are getting involved and actually training truckers. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you guys, if you guys, you know, Ruth, and we need to look that up. I know there's a, a thing called Truckers Against Trafficking or mm-hmm. something like that. Yep. We need to contact them and, and see if there's a list that we can put on Talk CDL's mega page and that would help our brother truckers if you want to get more involved and maybe go through some of this free training. I know they were doing it in California. I know they did it in Nashville. I think somewhere in Ohio, some of the police were doing it, or Indiana, one of those uh, Midwest states, where they, they take the drivers, and they literally have a class or two, and, I, and it's free, pretty sure it's free, and what they do is they teach you how to spot someone that's actually... It, it's being abducted or not even abducted, just walking along in public with somebody that's against their will. And you wouldn't think it if you didn't know what to look for. What was that girl's name? Smart. The girl smart. Elizabeth smart. Well, she, she walked around for like a year with her abductors in, was it Salt Lake city or, or, or Vegas? I think it was Salt Lake city. She she just, I guess they're, they're just coming up for parole and and never in front of them. And she never attempted to escape. It's believe me, your abductor has power over you. And when you're abducted, uh, out there in the world, you would not believe. And in fact, there's a, there's a thing, there's a, there's a, it's a saying, or it's a, it's like a, not a disease, but there's a word for when you actually stick up for your captor. Yeah. 
You know what it's I mean? A, it's a it's a disease. Of it's it's not it's not a disease. It's some kind of a a phobia or something. Because I seen it where like people were held in banks with guns, and then when they got out, they actually tried to talk nice about the guy that was going to kill them if the police rushed the building. And it's almost the same principle. It's it's a, it's a it's a name. Uh, okay, but it's a name of a. It was a, it started like a name of the person. I can't. It's a person's name. Sorry. Okay, yeah, that gave us absolutely nothing, Ruth, and you you absolutely helped us with zero knowledge there. You know what? Zero. My world is awesome. I just want to say that. Yeah. Okay. So, anyways, but the bottom line is, guys, we're gonna try to put that up on the page and watch for that. So you guys can get involved because the one thing that truck drivers really like to do is band together. And, you know, we have a great community here at Talk CDL, Ruth Ann. What do you think? Hello? Sorry, I was trying to read FEMA. What? I said we have a great, <laughs> we have a great community here at Talk CDL. <laughs> we do. Yeah. <laughs> Even when I ignore them. Sorry, uh, I was trying to pull up stuff for FEMA so that we can... Um, do you have a phone number there for the truck drivers can exactly call maybe to check and see if they want to maybe take time out at their job and go help with disaster relief? You'll make about quadruple of what you're making now. That's what I'm doing. I'm yeah, doing have a number. Drive, put, type in drive for FEMA. Well, that's what I was. Yeah. Disaster relief driver. You know, something to that effect. You got something? Well, I have like a... No? Calling for FEMA or not. I'm trying to try and find something that will just give me... Yeah. Okay. Well, listen. We're going to wrap this up. They can they can search it themselves. Yeah, because right search, now... Search, drive, like, disaster... It's, it's, most, it's, it's mostly... Um, I'm sure I'm sure there's a, a number they can find. Disaster relief driver, uh, drive for FEMA, FEMA jobs, FEMA... Uh, a disaster relief, and and I would even type in uh, Hurricane Florence cleanup crew. There might be something in there where they say, "Here's what we need: we need laborers, we need drivers, we need bulldozers." Man, when Katrina was bad, they needed bulldozer operators and all this to clean up. It's not a pretty sight, guys. Uh, you will earn your money. I will tell you that. Believe me, seventy-five bucks an hour is nice, but when you go into these areas, it's like a ghost town. It's desolate, and there ain't much. You better bring a bucket and some cat litter, and that's not a joke, guys. I think we're gonna wrap this up, Ruth Ann. Yeah. Let's do it. All right. All right. Hey, nothing else. You got any advice? All right, guys. Keep sending us the videos. Keep sending us those memes and the pictures. We'll get them uploaded. Ruth Ann, what's that number for our sponsor? If you need a trucking job, the phone number is eight four four. Ruth Ann, is it yes, an eight? It is. Go ahead. 844-292-8999. Go check that out, guys, and let us know if you get hired on there. Great people. I think you need six months of experience to get in there, and they will take a student also and train you right out of school. Very good people. Uh, let us know how that job works out so we can report it here on Talk CDL also. We love you guys. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.